Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, welcome back to this episode with me. And today is all about MRA plus 10 retirement. Okay, so if you are a federal employee who wants to learn about maybe retiring early, or maybe you just want to know a little more about the different options when it comes to retirement, right? There's many different types of retirement that you as a federal employee can be eligible for. And just by you understanding some of the basic rules will put you so much farther ahead when it comes to knowing when you can retire, what benefits you're gonna get, and all the other details that come along with that huge life transition. So we're gonna dive right in. And again, if you like this content, make sure to leave a comment um, on the or rating on the, the podcast or like this video on YouTube please support, it definitely helps a ton. So we're gonna dive right in. So the first thing to know is, okay, what the heck is MRA plus 10 retirement and who is eligible, right? Those are the big, big questions. And again, MRA plus 10 retirement is just a type of retirement that you can be eligible for, along with on the blog that, I, that I'm sharing here. You can see there's other types, whether it's regular or early out, deferred, postponed. There's lots of different types, so definitely check out those links if you're into that. Okay, so the next big question is, hey, who is eligible for MRA plus 10 retirement? Because not everyone is, right? So you have to have met your minimum retirement age or your MRA, right? That's one of the requirements. And also, you have to have at least 10 years of service, okay? So the requirements for this type of retirement are relatively low compared to others, right? Now, there's some downsides, but we'll definitely get to that. So if you're not familiar, your MRA is probably between age 56 and 57. Again, I'm sharing a chart on my screen that uh, go, it's based on your birthday, right? So um, if you find your birth year on the, the left side of the column, then on the right side will be your MRA. And again, for you planning to retire, it's probably between 56 and 57, okay? So those are the two requirements for MRA plus 10 retirement. But there's one thing we have to know here, okay? It's that you have to have at least five of these 10 years that you have to have for MRA plus 10, at least five of them have to be civilian service. So if you've listened to my stuff before, you know that if you have had military time, you can buy that time back to count, to increase your pension, your civilian pension, and to allow you to retire potentially earlier as a civilian, right? But for to be eligible for this type of retirement, at least five of the 10 years have to be civilian, right? So if you only have three and you bought back seven years of military time, that wouldn't cut it. You have to have at least five of civilian, okay? Perfect. So the next thing is what benefits do you get under this, this retirement and what benefits don't you get, okay? So we're gonna start with the ones you do get. The first thing is that you can get a pension right away, which is awesome. That's a huge benefit. You could retire right away, assuming you're eligible, right? Um, and you can retire and get a pension, a monthly check right away. The next benefit you do, you do get is you could keep your health insurance, which is awesome, and you could also keep your life insurance, okay? Now, the next benefits that you do not get, which you definitely need to understand, is you do not get a full pension, okay? Your pension is actually reduced, and we're gonna touch on that a little later. Uh, the next benefit that you do not get is the FERS supplement, okay? So definitely understand the FERS supplement and know that you're not gonna get it if you do retire only with an MRA plus 10 retirement, okay? Perfect, so now let's dig into the reductions because like I said, there is a reduction for retiring with this type of retirement, so let's dig into it. And basically, it's pretty simple. This is how it works. For every year that you retire with this type of retirement, before age 62, you're gonna see a 5% reduction to your pension, okay? So basically, 
If you're 57 and you're retiring with an MRA plus 10 retirement, well, guess what? That's five years before age 62. So you're gonna see a 25% reduction because five times 5%, five years times 5%, that's 25%, right? So let's say you're 60, you retire with this retirement. Well, then that's only two years before age 62, so that's a 10% reduction. So that, that's a pretty big deal, right? It can make a significant difference in what your pension's gonna be, so make sure you understand those rules and what you are and aren't going to get. Now, let me mention this. There's actually a way to avoid this reduction and we're gonna talk about that right now. And the way to do it is a postponed retirement, okay? And a postponed retirement is very, you know, with the name, how the name sounds, is basically you, you retire, let's say you're 57, you've got 10 years of service, you're at your minimum retirement age, you retire with MRA plus 10, but you don't want the reduction in your pension. What you can do is you can postpone your pension until later, until age 62. Okay, and when you do that, then your pension doesn't start right away, right? But it doesn't get reduced. So it starts at 62, but you get the full amount, the 100%. You don't have the 25% reduction that you would otherwise. Now, there's one nuance here. If you have at least 20 years of service, you only have to wait till age 60 to get the full pension, right? If you have less than 20, then you gotta wait until 62. That's how it works, okay? now. There is just one last thing here that we have to we have to make sure you understand is that when your pension is postponed when you, when you're not receiving a pension you cannot be on your health insurance okay you cannot be on FEHB and you cannot be on the federal life insurance okay so if those things are important to you make sure you have some way to fill that gap if you want to postpone your pension okay for example, one situation where it may make a ton of sense to postpone your pension is let's say you've got 10 years of service, like we said, you're at age 57, you wanna go take another job somewhere else, maybe be a consultant, maybe a contractor, whatever it is, you want to do something else until you actually retire and stop working for good, okay? And let's say the other employer that you're gonna be working for, let's say they also offer health insurance, but the difference, because most employers that are not the federal government don't allow you to keep their health insurance into retirement. Some might, but it's rare, it's rare. So what you can do is say, hey, I don't need income right away because I'm taking this other job. I'm gonna postpone my pension until 62, and then at 62, the pension will start, it'll kick back on, and at that point, you can start your life insurance and your health insurance back up, assuming you were eligible to keep those into retirement anyway, right? So that is a situation where that may make sense. Perfect. So the next thing we have to figure out is, okay, how do we calculate your pension, your monthly check that you're going to get for working for the government? How do we calculate that if you are retiring with an MRA plus 10 retirement, right? And basically, it's very similar to how you normally calculate it. Otherwise, right, you take your high three salary, the average salary that you got paid during the highest three paid years of your career. It doesn't have to be the last three, just the highest paid Okay, you times that by your years of service times your multiplier. And for you, with an MRA plus 10 retirement, it's gonna be a 1% multiplier, okay? And if you wanna see more examples of these numbers actually in practice and how the reduction might work, definitely go to my blog. I'm sharing it here on my screen. I'm not gonna go through it here because it's hard, especially on the, on the podcast, to listen through numbers. So definitely check out um, the MRA plus 10 ultimate guide on my website. 
And that's HawesFederalAdvisors.com. Perfect. So the last couple questions that we're going to touch on here, and these are common questions I get all the time with this type of, type of retirement. And the first one is this, and we talked about this before. Can you get the first supplement with MRA plus 10 retirement? No, you cannot, right? Next, can you get a COLA with an MRA plus 10 retirement? And a COLA is a cost of living adjustment. That's basically how in retirement, your pension is going to increase a little bit every year to keep up with inflation, at least to some degree, right? And the answer is, as a first federal employee, you don't get COLAs until age 62. So with this type of retirement, you will be eligible for COLAs. They just won't start until you're 62, okay? Perfect. So of course, and you can keep your health insurance and you can keep your life insurance in retirement with this type of retirement, assuming you're eligible with the other eligibility requirements that it comes with just being able to keep your health insurance and your life insurance. And those are a whole nother set of rules. So that is the really summarize the, the most important points that you have to know when it comes to the MRA plus 10 retirement. So I hope that was helpful. Hopefully that gives you more info and data in making an important decision for you of what type of retirement you want and the pros and cons that come with it. So have an incredible rest of your day. Make it an incredible day and make your retirement incredible as well. So I'll see you next time.